Hello again, and welcome back to the Fear and Beer podcast, where we talk all things horror, horror nights, and just a dash of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. All right, here we go. We have not done one of these in a while. And these are one of my favorite things that we do. We haven't done a custom spec map in a while. No. We only did it once, right? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm maybe? losing track. Maybe? Yeah. This is episode 41, so <laughs> at this point, I don't, I, don't even, I don't even know. It's almost a year. That's We're That's creeping wild. up on a year. We're almost on a year. And I read a, I read a review on our, on our Apple review page today, and I don't know how old this is, but someone called us, you know, said, you know, we want to... For so, so for how new we are, we're really really good, and we need to keep it up. So nice. Thank well, you, whoever that whoever that review was. We but. will do our damnedest to yeah, keep it up trying. for you. <laughs> All right, so we are doing a whatever you want to call it. We are making our own spec map for an event that will never happen, but I wish it in would. our heads it will. Yeah, in this event we are going to theme totally eighties. We did this before with a nineties event, and this was really cool. Uh, so you can go back and listen to that one if you want. If you like this one and you didn't catch that one, check back towards the front of our catalog because that was an early on episode. But we are picking all properties and things from the 80s, whether it's scare zones, houses, originals, shows. We're going to get into as much depth as we can for the time that we are going to <laughs> for some of these properties. And we did throw this one together a little bit more last minute than the others. So some of the houses that we present to you are not as flushed out. But if you've seen certain properties or anything like that that we're going to talk about, you'll kind of understand how that house would work. Yeah, long-time listeners know we fly by the seat of our pants anyways, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not super worried about it. It's like, oh, what are we doing this week? Eh, sweet. We know horror. We got beer. We'll figure it out. But that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get into anything, though, I just want to do a quick reminder. Um, first, thanks, everybody, that's been listening to us and keeping us going. Um, it's great to have you guys. Any new listeners that are listening for the first time, welcome on board. Hope you enjoy the podcast and stick around. But... Just one small thing, if, if you wouldn't mind, we ask you if you could, especially if you're listening on Apple, um, just to give us a five-star rating or, you know, one-star rating, I guess, if you really don't like us that bad. But, you know, we prefer if you, if you <laughs> like us. I'd rather a five-star. I'd rather a five-star. But either way, if you could rate us um, and give us a review, it help, it'll, it only helps us. And, it, you know, it just helps us put get, get more audience and obviously give us uh, more options and people to listen to. And I haven't trained myself at what I'm going to say here, but... Uh, <laughs> Definitely, it will uh, only get better. W- yes, yes, please, but please again, seri- all, in, in all seriousness, if you could just give us a a quick rating and a, and a review, that would help us immensely. So thank you. Yep, ratings, ads, all that good stuff. You know, if you're just listening to us, I, I'm sure you follow us on socials. But the more you guys push us out, the more people we can get into our audience, so to speak. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we are at Fear and Beer Pod, and whether it's Spotify, Apple, whatever. Click us one of them little star ratings and stuff like that and uh, help us be on our way. All right. Enough shameless plugging. We'll do that every time now. But let's get into some beer. We got some beer to talk about today. Yeah, this is a quick one. I'm, I didn't get, I didn't bring anything to, to, to craft, I guess we'll call it. <laughs> Brought these guys before. We've had them before. Um, I've shouted them out a couple times. They're more of a larger craft brewery, I guess you could call them. More of like a on, on like a Sam Adams type level. But it is another Voodoo Ranger, um, but instead of like the normal Voodoo Ranger, this one's called American Haze. So it's an American Pale Ale, 
Um, not really sure how different it is from an India pale ale, but we've had a few American pale ales on, on this uh, here podcast before, and I just like Voodoo Ranger in general, and this one I've had before. It's pretty good. Um, obviously, it works for the theming because it's you know our, our good old skeleton skeleton mascot that Voodoo Ranger likes to use, only he's dressed up kind of like a Bruce Springsteen type, type character. It fits. Um, it looks kind of 80s, 70s-ish, but, but I could see this working in the 80s too. But, you know, nothing nothing crazy. It's typical pale ale. I, I, it's good. Um, doesn't try anything wild. Doesn't have any wild ingredients in it. Good, solid, everyday driver when it comes to a pale ale. So I don't know about you. I'm not going to wait very long. I'm just going to crack this bad no. boy open and pour it in and... We'll go from there. Hopefully, in the next couple episodes coming up, we'll have a little bit more adventurous beers. But felt like being easy tonight. Yeah. And speaking of future episodes, we got a lot of stuff. We're actually we're growing as a podcast. This is our one year mark, and we are finally just now starting to put episodes on a calendar and try to organize it a little bit easier for us. So that way, we are a little bit more organized. We've been saying that. We tr- we've been we, saying we try. It, we but try. Now we are actually. I actually set up a calendar, which was took me all of like four minutes. Uh, so it took f- a year of procrastinating and four minutes to actually get to it. So we're going to be jumping into, I know previously we kind of talked about setting up interviews and stuff like that. So we're going to actually get some interviews on the books now. I think it, I think we really just need to kind of get our, our grounding as far as podcasting goes before we could jump into interviews and whatnot. But yeah, we need to be like like semi give, 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 give people a reason to come on the show we're not just too some you know we're not two jokers talking into microphones in, right. somebody, in some kid's bed bedroom like come on yeah, we're a little no, more professional than that that's definitely not us <laughs> <laughs> all right let's jump into this beer i guess i mean like you said we've had this stuff before yeah so. i'm like i don't really need to spend a ton of time reviewing it because i mean we don't really review the beer just tell mm, them how it's awesome good. it is all right on to the good stuff <laughs> yeah i mean it's good i you can find this anywhere I mean, mostly anywhere i think new belgium they make fat tire. Voodoo Ranger's amazing. Find it. All right. So let's just dive in, I guess. So, like I said, we're going to be talking an all-80s event. So we're bringing you 10 houses, five scare zones, and a show. So let's jump into these houses real quick. I'll kick it off. Good idea. Because I wasn't prepared <laughs> to go. So before we actually jump in, obviously the 80s is known for all of the slashers that's you get your your jasons your freddies your leatherface your michaels you know oh yeah 80s slashers is like halloween horror nights 101 we're gonna do our best to pick more i don't want to say like b-rated or lesser known because you're gonna know these properties but we didn't want just basically we're not talking about stranger things yeah yeah like that's really like that's what that means like we don't have stranger things in any of anything yeah which some of you may be like, how could you do that? But I think most of you are like us where it's like... Well, we're doing stuff we don't that need, was actually... Yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't need Stranger Things for a 15th time. Yeah, we're, we're well, good. that one that one just because it's not in the 80s. So these properties are... I mean, it's based are, in the it's 80s. Based That's on the, the only 80s. reason yeah. I bring it up. But, like, we're not going to take the easy way out and be like, House 1, Nightmare on Elm Street. House 2, Halloween. No, that's, House that's 3, easy. Camp Crystal. You know, and that's been done before. So we're going to try and... No, we don't want to do what stuff people want to see. Yeah, we want to no. do stuff people are probably going to be like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. So with that out of the way, the first house that I have would be a Reanimator house Ooh. from 85. So Reanimator, pretty pretty B-rated horror. It's awesome. Um, super cool. Great effects. Great 80s like prosthetic effects. Movie. But essentially what that is, it's going to be very like hospital and morgue setting. 
basically the storyline of that was Herbert West was this doctor who essentially found a way to bring things back to the dead. It started with an animal and then he moved on to human subjects and it went about as well as you could expect. Oh, it worked. It, it worked, well, it worked, worked great. but then it brought them back as obviously like a zombie that, that's style. True. It, it did. It did. No. It's, 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 yeah. I mean, it's one of those movies. It's, fun. That, <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's but, an HP Lovecraft property. So, yep. but this is going to be a very like hospital morgue setting, big, uh, uh laboratory settings with Herbert West trying to kind of like kill you the guest to use you in his experimentation to kind of you know push his findings even further and as you kind of travel through the house you can see his progress and you can see the undead now coming to life and wrecking havoc all over the town so it's going to be very uh, like Frankenstein-ish where you got a lot of those like Bunsen burners and all that that you know very lime green style color a lot of fog effects and stuff like that during that transformation process. And then, obviously, it's going to dip more into that, like, horror sense of things as the house progresses. Yeah. The story is going to start from, like, he's trying to kill you to turn you. He turns you. All hell is breaking loose. Now it's, like, zombie world. And he's got to kind of, like, clean, pick the pieces back up. But it's going to be very, like, hospital setting, lab yeah, it's setting. Gonna be one of those houses. It's like a science horror. Yeah, it's one of those houses where, like, it loosely bases it off of the movie but it's probably going to have its own theme mm -hmm. and that movie's very tough to make pg-13 and the only reason i said it because we all know that fame well, most of us probably know that famous scene in that movie <laughs> oh yeah where um you, you probably can't do that in a house but i could see like taking the basic bones of the story and making a house around it you know the guy like you said you know the doctor's got a mad scientist type house and you've got zombies that are like butlers and walking around and like doing things for him and then by the end of the house they all turn on him or turn on you got you as the audience so i i think it's a cool idea so i'm gonna pick the next one and it's okay i love this movie so i'm, I'm glad i get to talk about this but we haven't seen it before. I think this would be great to see this for the first time. And obviously, it doesn't have to be an 80s theme. But because we're 80s theme, we might as well go with it, right? Um, it would be a Hellraiser house. Clive Barker, not much I can say other than guys a tapped genius. The dude's just... If you've read anything by Clive Barker, whether it be... So, like, Hellraiser is not actually the name of the book. It's it's a short story that was in, I think, House of Blood or one of the Houses of Blood, if, that, if I'm correct. I'm not an expert. I don't remember the title exactly, and I'm probably completely wrong about this, but I think it was like, I think it, it's something, something heart. Obviously not Telltale Heart. That's a different author altogether, but something along those lines. But it's based off a short story that Clive Barker did. Um, the movie's awesome. Um, I think it's more widely remembered for the Cenobites, who are yeah. only in the movie for like 10 minutes total. Yeah. Those but are the fan favorites. Obviously, though. Pinhead was the... You know, Pinhead is the guy that everybody remembers, but mm -hmm. the movie based more around Frank yep. coming back to life and then murdering people. So, mm -hmm. obviously, the house is going to be more based around the Cenobites, yep. less more, less so about the actual movie Hellraiser, yeah. um, just because... It'll take, like, pieces from the... Yeah, it's like a best of Yeah, you could, you could probably do, like, the houses... Like, each scene is kind of like a scene from the movie. I guess you could do that. Yeah. But I think it would be more fun to, like delve more into the nether realm or whatever the mm -hmm. hell you call it where the Cenobites come from yeah. and have like the Cenobites all have their own torture scene mm -hmm. and have somebody kind of like being tortured in certain mm -hmm. ways Big that are related to yeah. yeah and you could go crazy with effects crazy with the scare mm -hmm. actors I think there's a lot you could do with it uh, and you could I mean 
you could do some like in the beginning, maybe do like a Frank scene, the very beginning with Frank, like an and the intro girl killing somebody, and yep. then Christie's going, oh, yeah, like be a good intro, kind of like like Graveyard Games had that like actor intro where he's yes, you know, kind of like exactly. almost telling the story a bit of what's happening, so you're kind of like not completely just like looking for answers you're like walking in like what the fuck is going this on this is one of those houses where like i don't think it needs to have a much of a story no I mean, just a simple most people you there. have seen the movie they've seen the multiple movies they may have read some of clive brecker's work so it really all it has to be is just like crazy effects don't yeah. have any i don't doesn't need a resolution i just want to yeah. see the cenobites doing in crazy out. shit yeah and, <laughs> and like have cenobites a, and like this is also one of those houses where you can have that big set piece with the big monster from the end of the first yep. movie yeah kind of like um, that house stranger things to the sequel house had the exactly big, yeah, um, yeah i forget what the hell they call that big yeah. baby looking fucking like yeah, i forget the name of that one monster. But... like i i call it like the the, this is gonna sound awful, but I call it like the like the uterus monster because it looks like a fucking like deformed baby. Oh yeah, but that would yeah, be good. like that would that be fills a kind that of grotesque cool, void. Yeah, too, that, that would be need. like that. Yeah, exactly. It's that it's that weird, gross, gory yeah. house. Which there always seems to be like one of every year or every couple of years. So you definitely need one to fill the void in that sense. So for our third house, that's gonna be prop- property oriented. We're gonna go with Children of the Corn. Ni- ah, 1984 the Stephen King and me yep. yes yep. and I know we did Stephen King like best of for the 90s Stephen but with this coming out in 84 I think we remember I think during that 90s discussion we left this out because it was too far away from the 90s and we stuck to strictly 90s I think we like stuck King more properties. To, his, to his 90s yep. properties but for this one Children of the Corn and it's good because a lot of these properties that we're getting are, are very distinctly different you know, reanimators like more of that science-based Hellraisers. That... You and not to cut you off, yeah. but I think the tell the just to go back to the I'm sorry, reanimator house mm-hmm. again, real quick. That can kind of be like the comic relief house, goofy a little bit, house, the goofy because yeah. that movie is goofy. I mean, yeah. it, it's 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 kind of scary. It's but I mean, yeah. I'm sure it was scarier in the '80s than yeah. it is now. It's more of that like culty fun. It, to exactly, watch movie. it's like a culty fun, like yeah. almost like Beetlejuice, where it's like not supposed to be funny. Yeah. But, but it's it inadvertently funny. Mm-hmm. So, but for Children of the Corn, obviously, if you know the property, like we don't have to go crazy in depth. But it's going to be that real farm style setting. I picture it as like almost set up like a faux corn maze. Like your the path That's, you're walking cool, yeah. is is corn stalks, and like you could have like fan scares and stuff like that. You know, yeah. fan triggers that you know kind of push the corn in or push the corn out. Yeah, yeah sound yeah. effects, and it creates those those false scares. Where you don't need a scare actor there, just by like the fan triggering every three minutes or every two minutes, it'll yeah. get like every other group. It creates that kind of like almost like claustrophobic feeling. Yeah, where you one, can have the pathways like narrowing in or winding. Yeah, this out. one opens up a lot of ideas in my head. Like one would be like I think you could do obviously like outdoor effects, so make it yeah. feel like you're outdoors, like cold, you said, like have like, cold and. Yep. Do star effects, got night sky effects on the ceiling, yep. and then like you could have it where like it makes you feel like the a the maze is just you can't get out of it, mm-hmm. and then you have like a character come on, come on, I can get you out of here, and you gotta cut through the corn stalks yep. at yep. one point to kind of like get out of the. You corn can see field. like the path going straight, but the path is is more just like a painting visual, so it looks like you could keep going, but the real true path that you're supposed to be walking on is like taking that right and following the character into like you know a more narrow path. So it seems like you should just keep going, but you take that right. That'd be cool. But yeah, I mean, honestly, this one would stick pretty, pretty set onto the movie setting. 
and just I would just have all this characters resembling the characters. And for me, this would I don't want to say be that fun house like Reanimer, but like I think the setting would make it so fun because it would be that that big farm style. Like you'd have the barn and everything like that. You'd have all the tools in there. It'd be very just kind of fun to go through. Yeah, well, it'd be we've more said maze before, oriented. like, kids are scary. Like, I hate yep. houses that involve, like, scary the kids. kids. Yep. Like, graveyard games freak the hell out of yep. me. So yep. if you have some good scare actors that are on the shorter side and they can yep. play that, like, creepy kid-esque playing, or even, like, just have that, like, that feeling, I think it's 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 pretty scary. And I don't think there'd be a lot of humor to it, but that's just no, because I'm yeah. terrified of it. Yeah, and it wouldn't be, like, I'm a huge baby comical, like but I think it would just be, like, more fun to do. Yeah. being like in a corn maze you know so to speak I think that would honestly just be the majority of it would be like that cool if you could you could play with that outdoor indoor like sense of things you know like you start you know walking up towards like a big farm looking facade and then you enter in through the corn and then you right. go in through a barn and yeah. then you come out through into the corn with like yep. you know tractors and all that all the nonsense that would be there and just kind of make the, the mate you know the horror night maze seemingly like looping around just that one little area and you don't have to go crazy into the sets yeah. and stuff like that all uh, i ask is that fun. like the first scene when you walk in there's some ginger kid screaming <laughs> outlander <laughs> as you walk in that's all i want that, that's your quick scare right there yeah but that's what i had for uh children of the corn so the one i'm going to talk about next is another ip um i feel like this is one that i'm surprised hasn't been done yet but i can see why it maybe hasn't because it might be a hard property to get so i think before we get into it, so it has been slightly used with a versus. Oh, okay. All but right. I don't, I don't know if there was a single versus. There may have been as well. Well, either but way, I don't think there has. Either way, I mean. But I like this one. I mean, this one should totally be its own house, and it's aliens, not alien, because that was in the late seventies. But aliens would be an awesome house to make because there's so much you can do with that. Um, it's more of an action horror because mm-hmm. the movie's more of an action sci-fi horror movie. Yeah. Um, less more less so than a suspenseful horror movie. So you've got obviously scare actors that are the Marines. So yep. You get the spare. The, you get the Marines you know, running around, and you've got the aliens themselves, which is also part of it. Now, I think my idea would be that most of your scare actors, and not all your scare actors, will be Marines of some kind, or maybe like some other type stuff you can kind of throw in there, and then have the aliens only kind of be like a set piece at some point yep. near the end of the of it because mm-hmm. the thing about aliens and aliens is that those movies build the suspense through not seeing the monsters as much it's um, kind of like jaws in that sense of like it's scary because right. you don't see it right so what i would want this house to be is obviously look like the interior of a spaceship yep. be really claustrophobic have that industrial hr geiger style where like it looks biomechanic almost the walls look yep. almost like it's like it's obviously advanced like tech but have it like 80s tech mm-hmm. but also have it really be like weird angles and pipes everywhere yep. and noise and very sounds disorienting and noise uh you, you what i what i would really should what would be really cool is like as you're walking through areas you'll um you'll either hear the alien in the distance kind of coming through like the vent system or you'll hear the beeping of the of the of the motion sensor so like at one yep. point you walk in you got like three or four scare actors that are the marines and they got the the beep the the beeping um, yeah almost like a radar sensor well, or something well cuz in the movies they have the 
they have the um, motion sensor scanners beep, and stuff. Yep. Beep beep, and as it gets closer, so like you have it like you can start use that faster, to play as like it's like, coming. Get out! Get out! It's coming! It's coming! And then you know they'll they'll use like the fake blank guns mm-hmm. that they'll fire off into yep. like things, and you'll hear like the aliens and stuff like that. And then finally, as you get near the end of the house, there'll be a set piece where like the alien or aliens will come out of the wall yeah. at you or something like you can that. Have, and like, those the eggs could be and stuff too because like. I, I wouldn't want alien costumes. I want aliens as like mechanical Prop, yeah, props. Yeah, like, pup, like puppeteering Puppets, almost. Yeah. yeah, and like have those, even if it's like one or multiple, I don't care. Yeah. But like don't have it be, it's almost like the... Like a dude in a suit just running yeah, around. Yeah, like, I don't want like, I don't know if like was the underwater house last year with Dead a lot water. of those guys were like suit fish things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. If from what I remember, but so I don't know, you might know better than I do, but there might be houses in the past that have used some sort of mechanical puppetry. I know they've done like, I think it was puppeteering work for, I want to say American werewolf in London where like the big, like wolf or big, like werewolf pieces were like yeah. almost puppeteer. And like, I mean like Yeti was, some of them were kind half of, suits. But they were like, like suits. But um, but I know it's cool to kind of throw like. But an that's alien what on. I would want. That, that's my opinion. I mean, some people may say no, costumes would be fine. Yeah. But I would rather it be like puppeted yeah. or mecha- like I'm forgetting the name already. Animatronic. Animatronic. <laughs> Animatronic. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. Animatronic aliens. It'd be cool too. Like um, I know there was a couple like rope style scares. Um, where things are kind of on like the zip line, yeah. So you could just build yeah, a piece yeah, yeah. and kind of put it on a zip line, put it behind like a clear mirror or whatever like that, and just like every now and then flash the lights and then launch that thing and send it towards the crowd, and that'll be a good little jump scare. And they always do that thing with like the that loud slamming door noise where stuff kind of the wall almost drops and yeah. stuffs are revealed behind it. Yeah, That's for great sure. for this house. Well, and I think like this is one of those houses where a lot of the scares are noise based. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to be like you hear things in the distance or in like I said, like I said, coming through vent systems yep. or maybe at one point it feels like you're crawling through a vent and you can hear it walking yep. on your head. Yeah, like that would be cool. Yeah, a lot of like a lot of sound effects, a lot of steam effects, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and I and to the point where like I don't want scare actors playing scary characters. I want yeah. them just playing the Marines. Yeah, no, that's 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 doable. I think. All right. A lesser known of those famous 80s slashers. If you guys know my boy Billy Chapman, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this one. I, I, I reserve this one for you because yeah. you, uh, you you seem to be a big fan of this. This one is fun. And this one adds, again, I think more of... I think when you pick these like lesser known 80s movies, you're going to get those comical you know ridiculous baseline i mean in the 80s it's everything funny was a slasher be, yeah it's funny because of the situation more so than like actually having it be comedy yeah. but but this is silent night deadly night oh of course the Gotta christmas slasher gotta have it so if you don't know about this it's it's pretty much this kid billy he suffers ptsd because he saw his parents get killed <laughs> on christmas by a man disguised as santa claus <laughs> So, grows up in an orphanage, and then he just eventually does exactly leaves, the same thing. and he just, he, he pretty much goes full circle and ends up killing people in a Santa suit. So, pretty much all this house is, it's, it doesn't even really have to revolve around the story itself. I mean, if you want to, like, plot point by plot point, recreate this movie into a house, you can, but I think it would just be fun. I mean, like I, I've said many times in the past, I think one of my all-time favorite houses at Horror Nights was Krampus. And it, it's you know, it was a newer movie then when it came out, so it was it was pretty relevant. But I love the whole Christmas horror like mashup because it's just yeah. like 
the most evil and like the happiest of like holidays and these like it just blends together beautifully i think but this would again just be a very christmas oriented house you get to mess with the temperatures you get the fake snow a lot of cool settings you could do a lot of cool kills you know hanging people with christmas lights shoving christmas trees through somebody oh yeah. you know stuff like that there's just so many set pieces you could do for this and, house yeah and then the characters are just billies dressed in yeah dressed, dressed in a, a shitty santa claus almost you know think of bad santa you know like covered in blood and booze carrying you know a knife a shotgun yeah, yeah. there's many different ways of killing that he does in this thing so i would just kind of recreate a christmas night ending poorly based off of billy chapman's gruesome past yeah that would be that would be cool i don't know it's just a, one of those fun like <laughs> crappy 80s slash you started talking about it and i'm like i just thought of i just thought of another one we should have we should have considered for a house which we didn't now that i'm thinking about it but th- why don't we why don't we think of a chopping mall a chopping oh, mall fuck. house I, right? did, I was trying to think of that right you know what maybe we'll just plug that in as a scare zone yeah. at the end <laughs> bonus <laughs> good chopping old mall. chopping mall oh it never gets enough love but yeah so silent night deadly night it's fun because again it all of these houses that we've named so far are all so very distinctly different. You know, like you got your Christmas one now. You have your sci-fi with aliens. You have the farm style. You have the science-based yeah. one. You have that kind of slashery, gothic, hell-based yeah. one. And that's why I kind of lean towards this one more so than some other ones we were kicking around because it was distinctly different. And then I think we got we got one more we got IP, one more IP, and then the rest ones are gonna be original. original so I'll let ideas. you take over this one. Yeah. And we tried to use all ones that have not been used before. And as of this recording, this house has not been used yet in either Hollywood, either or Hollywood Orlando or, or Orlando Singapore. Is, is that the or other one? Singapore? Yeah. I don't think this one has been used yet. But I'll let you get into what we're talking. Yeah, about. this one. This is a fan. This favorite is gonna of ours. be. Yeah, this is gonna be a controversial one. I think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's a controversial movie. Um, we both like it for what it is. Love it. And it Halloween three season of the witch. Yeah. Um, it not to be nice because you won't have Michael. And not, not to say that we don't want Michael, but it's like they've done it it's, a million times. Yeah, that, You've seen Malik a million times. We could have filled up an eighties event of stuff that's all been done before. And the way I look at this one is. The house is going to be less of a scare house and more of a let me walk through Halloween season of the witch in real life. Like let me get let me let me just give me movie scenes mm-hmm. want and the let silver me walk camera through factory. Them. Right. I want like the the dude getting his head getting squ- squished between two cars. I <laughs> yeah. want I want Dr. Policeman Tom Adler, uh, Tom Atkins, my Tom boy Atkins, Tom Atkins. <laughs> you know, macking it up with some girl. I want, like you said, the Silver Shamrock, Shamrock uh, Factory. I even want that stupid Three more theme. days till Halloween. I want the damn theme song. Um, I want to walk into a room where it's like three kids on the ground and their heads are all chewed up by bugs and snakes and shit and the song's going... Like, I want it. And I want all of that in the house. And it doesn't have to be scary. I just want to like say, look... That's such and such. That's such and such. And just let me relive the movie as a house. Yeah, and this was obviously I foreshadowed it because this is one of the houses that is, uh, I mean, obviously not confirmed because they haven't said anything, but heavily, heavily rumored for the Hollywood event because there have been sightings of the Silver Shamrock logo up on like a big uh, factory facade. So I guess we're flying out to California this summer. I, this I honestly fall, huh? will. Like I know they're only getting 
possibly like three houses or something like that. I'm just saying we could. But I will go. We could potentially fly out for a weekend. I will go just for the Silver Shamrock House because, I mean, it's a good site that like if they did it, kind of we get it. I mean, they did Creep Show and then like a year later, you know, we get Creep Show. So maybe it'll make its way. But I don't want to take yeah, that risk. A, get in a late flight. I don't want to take the risk. LA, I want to see it. Get there early in the morning. Go Hit to the, it. Go, go to the park that Come night. On home. Fly home the next morning. <laughs> what if we did? We did Horror Nights one night, and then L.A. Horror Nights the next night. Wow. <laughs> back to back nights of that Horror Nights. That would be sick. That'd be super be, fun. I would kick my ass, but no, it'd be, be so I'm worth it. old as shit. All right, when those dates come, we'll we'll, we'll book it. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into the originals. So we do have what is this? One, two, three. We actually have four originals, and these ones are obviously the most fun because yeah. it's like just shit that we thought of chaos of our heads. We haven't started. We haven't planned out the actual like storylines for all of them, but we have enough to kind of like give you a pretty good idea of where we're going with this. So I'll kick it off. <laughs> I actually, me and Seamus both had the same ideas. He had a title, I had a story, but it was all based around the same thing. And it's pretty cool because he came up with the name that was based off of a Netflix property. Yeah, I stole it from a Netflix property. Which we have a connection with for Horror Nights, so they're in. This is a Netflix Presents house, and this house is called The Toys That Slayed Us. (laughs) If you haven't seen Toys That Made Us, it's a good show. Yep. So yes, I stole the name somewhat. So this is The Toys That Slayed Us. So my idea was that the origin of this story is the evil Teddy Ruxpin gets his hands on the evil Rubik's Cube and he brings all the toys to life. Could be an, it could be ma- it could evil Magic 8-Ball too. I mean, or either, that. One, either one. Yeah. But I feel like that Rubik's Cube is like an interdimensional Very Hellraiser-like. Yeah. It's pre- yeah, pretty much. So you when he solved the turn, box. He turns it just right. You creates, came. He brings all the toys to life to kill all the humans and overtake we, the world. Well, not, not to get off track, but didn't we do a small soldier's house in the 90s episode? I hope so. I think we did. I think we talked about it at we, the end. We talked I threw about it at something, the end. yeah. So now this is so kind of works. kind of that. But this is where you're going to get your, your hungry, hungry hippos, your G.I. Joes, the speaking spell. <laughs> kill them all. <laughs> You got Stretch Armstrong would be fucking terrifying. A yeah. whole, like a big one. And like that's again like something that's not character style. That's a puppeteering thing where you get an actual, you know, build it up human size. And you could have people like from Stretch either side the arms. pull the fucking yeah. arms out. Have them wearing like, like black, like yep. blackout outfits yep. so that way that you can't see them. Uh, dude, my Little Pony. Like just like evil ponies, evil ponies. running around. Terrifying. Evil, evil bronies. <laughs> the garbage pail kids. Just getting killed like a bunch uh, of like I was also thinking like I mean obviously they probably can't they might be able to use the property but like you could have like Transformers Mm -hmm. that like evil Transformers or well they got the ride yeah I know they have the ride I mean but maybe Hasbro won't want it but uh, yeah but Transformers you know I bet you they could pull Hasbro on board with that though like evil Mr. Potato Head oh sorry evil Potato Head yeah yeah like that shit would be phenomenal yeah but like I mean that's really the gist of the house each like section you see of the him, house. Like, you see him like ripping some 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 dude's eye out and sticking it in his eye. I like or like I would, I would get like a big potato, like an actual potato. Yeah. And he's putting like anatomic like eyeballs on it. Yeah. Like just, yeah, like, yeah, rip, like, just like, like like actual human body parts. Yeah, yeah. Actual human body parts. That'd be kind of funny. But something something like that where each room is gonna kind of be a, a stage of these different toys killing like you yeah, know, it's characters like toy in story, their realm. But, like, fucked up. For yeah. Adults. Super evil toy story. Like evil toy story. 
But that's that was the the toys that slayed us. I thought, yeah, I didn't really have a story for it other than like I knew it was going to involve toys that we all grew up with in the '80s and the '90s. But that's a great story. I like that. And Teddy Ruxpin being the catalyst of it all is yeah. even better. No, because he's terrifying Cause it kinda on feed, himself. It kind of feeds into like the Chucky story too, where like the evil yep. toy comes to life. Yep, yep. Like Teddy Ruxpin obviously has to like embody like an evil bear. Yeah, that like murdered humans. Yeah, and then was like shot by hunters, <laughs> and then like came back to life as Teddy Ruxpin. He's like, I'm going to yeah, wreak exactly. havoc. Exactly. All right. So the next uh, original IP we have is also another one where I think Nick came up with the story, and I kind of gave it a name. Yep. But we're gonna delve into, and this is actually kind of right up their alley because supposedly they have a Nintendo theme park yep. opening at some point. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna do an eight bit style horror house called Hate Bit. Yep. Um, so H A T E B I T, and the idea is, is that like either either they use the actual Nintendo properties, which they probably can't, but like let's just say they they use bastardized versions of Nintendo. Yep. Um, you can you probably can think of something some crazy name that like resembles it or whatever. Yeah, or like you know something like along the lines of Atari. Scario. Yeah, sc- <laughs> yeah, Scario. Scario. <laughs> but um. Yeah, like, so the whole house is going to be, like, you guys kind of being, like, transported into, like, an 8-bit world. So everything in it is going to be, like, built 8-bit style. style. And I've seen people be able to do, like... Like, blocking um, almost. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking, like, what I'm trying to think of is, like, I've seen a lot of people be able to do, like, cel-shaded makeup. So if you don't know what cel-shading is, but cel-shading essentially makes you look... Or makes, like, the, the art style look animated in, 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 in a way or hand drawn so if you see like cel shaded movies or cel shaded video games it looks very uh, hand drawn hand painted so I think you could do a lot of your scare actors in this 8 bit like boxy but still make it look like it's animated in real life so this could go any, a- anywhere I, I really do think you would just take a lot of like the traditional 8 bit games you grew up playing a lot of those like you could have a, like an evil Tetris scene you could have like yeah. a Mario-esque scene yeah, you could like have... the Tetris blocks like smashing down onto people yeah and, like, yeah and like have like like an evil Pac-Man. lizard Bowser thing like yeah. legitimately dipping like a, like a princess into, into like, lava into like lava or something out just bones yeah exactly so like just weird messed up versions yeah. of video games that you grew Pac-Man up with Pac-Man actually just like just destroying people yeah or like have like a like a Galaga, like yep. like alien, like mm-hmm. eating people. Yep, centipede. Yeah, exactly. Like a centi- like a gigantic centipede. Yeah, like, there's a lot of different Donkey ways Kong. you could go with it. <laughs> yeah, an evil monkey. <laughs> King, yeah, this, this King Kong style. Yeah, like, like King that Kong. big, like monstrous. You know, like like it's it's tough like doing something like that to like not like because it's such a quick scene, but like you know putting a bunch of people into a barrel, him throwing it and then like opening the barrel and it's just mashed up goo. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, like, yeah, just there's so many ways you can go with it. Like just, you know, shaking the barrel up and just, just you know turning people into mush. Right, right. <laughs> it's kind of like to me, it's almost like a like a clown, a killer clowns from outer space style house, mm-hmm. but like more effects heavy. Yep, violent but like laughable, like, like laughable violence, like mm-hmm. like funny violence. Even if violence can be funny, but like you know what I'm you know what this we're kind saying. Of, this kind of violence is like funny. goofy violence, yeah. like video game esque level violence. Yep. That's yep. that's really what it is. Where it's like the violence in video games, where you tell yourself that's cr- too crazy to ever be real. Yeah, but like have it become real. But it is real. Yep. Yeah. Now nah, that one's gonna be fun. All right, so I'll skip this one. I'll leave this one to you because this one was more your your. Alrighty speed. then. <laughs> um, so I will go into our last one, which is. Again, kind of stretches, you know, it 
I, I had to look it up to see when this was actually invented. I don't think it stretches enough. Yeah. I, no, I don't, I don't, no, no, no. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I don't think it stretches a lot. Yeah. It, it was something that was born in the late 70s, and carried the 80s. Yep. I just think that this particular establishment was yep. more 90s. Yep. But there have been a whole bunch of them of, all yeah. across the country. So I'm sure you all grew up with good old Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, we've all been there for a birthday party. Come the, on. We've all had at least one birthday party. The Pizza King Rat. At the fucking mouse That kingdom. place. I mean, all right. So if you want to see terrifying, Google search Chuck E. Cheese 80s and just see the mechanics that these things were actually put in front of real children for yeah, birthday mean, parties. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the establishment itself... It's a horror story. It is like, fucking let alone terrifying. Making it a, <laughs> Jesus. Then why do you think Five Nights at Freddy's exists? Because yeah. that shit scares people like yep. us. But, I mean, the setting is obviously going to be, you know, Chuck E. Cheese-esque, but also, you know, arcade-esque. And with that being, I would honestly have it almost be themed like there was a birthday party, something happened where, like, either it the power went out or... You all passed out from too much pizza, or, or like he poisoned the pizza, and you wake up in the middle of the night in the abandoned arcade slash Chuck E. Cheese where the animatronics have come to life. Yeah, they've slaughtered people. Yeah, they're slaughtering people. So you kind of like wake up to that, not knowing where you are, and that's you entering the house where it's like the facade is you walking into the building, you know, going through those, you know, the the, the doors, hearing the little jingle, and then as soon as you take that corner into the house the lights kind of shkunk, kill down and then the next room the lights fire back up and this arcade is just littered with like body parts stuff like that and it'll travel and you can do it as like a roller skating rink kind of thing too where it's like arcade roller skating rink laser tag as kind of like the settings for these yeah. and it's pretty much these animatronic you know band rat mice people thing yeah you got 80s music playing in the background make it really disorienting yeah it'd be kind of like taking a lot of those arcades and that the theming from 2019 honestly the uh that arcade area up front yeah it'd be it'd be very similar to that but all mashed into the you know the overall theme of a, a chuck e cheese horror nightmare or something like that yeah Cooking, cooking people into pizzas, you know, pizza body parts and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, eyeballs on the pizza. We definitely we cheated a little bit with this one because it's obviously very much like Five Nights at Freddy. The video game is very popular right now with yeah. a lot of people. They're making a movie, as far as I know, about it, which is kind of weird. But mm. they've made a couple other movies that are very much around like this oriented, to like oriented that. around this theme, and one of them in, in, involves Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, amazing! Um, and he doesn't talk at all the entire movie. God damn it! I need him. Um, I need him screaming. I forget the name of the movie, but I'm sure someone will remind us on social media. But there's been a couple that were made the last year or so, so it's kind of a popular theme, which I think would work well. Yeah, <laughs> in a house. Oh, especially in an '80s event. I mean, you got to have something that's like arcade related. Yeah, I want, I want, I want murderous mechanical animals <laughs> that are eating children. Yep. But I mean, you got to have. If I have you're a gonna weird, have 80s, weird head. <laughs> if you're gonna have an '80s event, you need arcades. You need like that video game nostalgia. You need the roller right. skating rink. Right. You need the laser tag. That right. Plus, and again, it's just another. Ex- it. It's another excuse for Universal to build crazy big prop style costumes mm-hmm. where you can get a guy in there and have mechanical puppeteering when he's yep. wearing the costume and stuff, or she's wearing the costume. But yeah, it'd, it'd be cool. And then our last in uh, original house, and this one we kind of came up last second. Him and I were kind of throwing some ideas around, and we. 
I came up with one um, partially because we were <laughs> watching South Park, but partially <laughs> because um, it totally fits the, the theme. Um, we'll call the house Tabletop Terror. Now, my initial thought was it would be based around more so like a D&D style like fantasy like fantasy game um role playing game yeah. but i definitely think you could you could almost take like classic 80s board games and turn those kind of into like a horror, a horror house. Rush, yeah. uh, I like the idea of doing more of like a, a role playing game because you can have like these kids like when you first walk in they're they're getting sitting down to play like an 80s style D&D type game yeah and then, like, all of a sudden, the shit starts coming to life, like Jumanji. Yeah. So, like, instead of it being, like, animals that come to life, it's, like, it's the, like orcs the warlocks, and warlocks the, like, dragons, and, like, evil stuff. versions of all these things. It's, like, a big fantasy-style house. slaughtering these kids in their town that they live mm-hmm. in. Um, but along those lines, I could also see it being, like, like a candy land, like a screwed-up version of candy, candy land, land. Like, shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of these games have been around forever, but, like, like a, like a battleship. Like, yep. you can find how somehow using, like, a battle. I don't know how you would do it, but I like, you can find a way. I think I like the D&D one a little bit more, because... I think the theme is better, because the theme fits the I think the theme, theme. Fits, the eight, fits the 80s better. And also, like, we kind of have the... With, like, the toys being a house, with the video yeah, games being a house. Fits the same that kind of fits with yeah. the toys as well. So, like, you could throw that into the toys that hate us, whereas this one could be more, like, D&D-related, more, like, yeah. fantastical, I guess, right. if that's a right. word, but right. it is now. But I definitely, the way I thought it was, like I said before, it's like a Jumanji-style house. Like Jumanji where, like, D&D-style. But, like, R-rated Jumanji. Yeah. All right. I like that. All right. So, let's get into our scare zones. Those were all of our houses. Let me... Quick recap. Our 10 houses, we had Reanimator, Hellraiser, Children of the Corn, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Aliens, Halloween 3, Seasons of the Witch, The Toys That Slayed Us, Hate Bit, Tabletop Terror, and that Chuck E. Cheese Arcade. So those are our houses for this all 80s event. I would go to this event. Oh, I'm in. I'm I, in. I would definitely wait a I'm while. I'm in for just a for the toys. And not just because we came up with them. <laughs> yeah, but mostly because I came up with. But the toy one, I just want so bad. So with the scare zones, do you want to just list them off real quick and then we can kind of talk about them? Or do you want to go through them one by one? We'll go through it um, one by one, but it won't be as in depth because yeah, that's fine. these ones aren't as. I mean, these are not story oriented, really. They're just kind of yeah. there to walk around or whatever. You've, I mean, it's the only reason I bring it up, you've got a better idea of where you would put place them in the park. Like, I don't I, really care where they I are. I honestly in the park. haven't. In my mind, I haven't placed them yet. So these are these locations will be TBD. When I put out the little quote unquote spec map, I'll, yeah, I'll our put fake them somewhere. Spec yeah, but um, yeah, we'll we'll place these somewhere at some point in time. But for right now, this is just the the scare zones that I have. But I know this movie is yeah. I'll I'll start off. Kinda... Yeah. So the first scare zone we came up with was one based around the howling. Um, we've talked about it before. I like this movie. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's one of the better werewolf movies. They've done American Werewolf in London before as a house. Yep. Um, so I think the Howling would work possibly as a house, but I think it'd be cool as a scare zone too. You just have it done up where there's a little bit of a wooded area and you've just got the people walking around on stilts dressed up mm-hmm. as big uh, big werewolves yep. and scaring you and that sort of thing. I mean, nothing crazy um, just because the movie's based on an island getaway type thing, resort with werewolves. Yeah. So just have howling style werewolves and that's all you need that's all you need i mean that's like i mean all the other scare zones that do just zombies right exactly and they yeah. do it every year with zombies or chainsaws yeah, so it's zombies of those, are... replace it with werewolves yeah and less chainsaw noises yep less rum 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 <laughs> and then the other ip that we would use for a scare zone would be sleepaway camp again another yeah. one of those b-grade yep you know pseudo friday the 13th slashers 
that yeah. I, I just I would set it up very you know summer camp oriented. If you've seen like Wet Hot American Summer, I know it's not eighties, but it's very it's based off of the eighties, very much like that sense yeah, of things. And I think I think it doesn't necessarily even have to be like IP. I mean, it could just be summer camp, like a summer camp. Because there's been so many house. summer camp movies. Yeah, like you could just fit a whole bunch of that stuff into one scare zone and, and have it kind of like, all be yeah. like the same deal. Yeah, because like Sleepaway Camp, good movie. I mean, I was a good movie. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an it's okay. A fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's nothing you haven't seen before. Yeah, no. Um, it's just kind of funny how like the twist at the end's a little different. Yeah, it pulls pulls the the pulls the rug out on you a little bit, even though you can kind of see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. Um, it's still really really weird yeah. at the end but either way the point is you could do like a beach not beach I'm sorry like a, like a lake scene or Some, just or, have yeah. like kids in camping gear and yeah swimsuit style yeah. yeah nothing crazy no but that's for that so then we'll get into actually there's one more um, there's one more you know, kind of kind of original kind of original IP so, you'd have to kind of switch it around a little bit because you can't use the actual ones but it's it would be it's hilarious and Nick came up with this but it's, it's uh we'd have a scare bears scare zone <laughs> um so like the care bears you'd have little oh cuddly little care bears running around the only difference is, is these care bears have like dismembered heads on their bellies knives yep. blood hearts yep. like nastiness and make like, like the belly like see through so you could see like a head like floating yeah, in like red yeah, goo yeah and have them like like be messed up bears like have like ears missing and eyes yep. missing and stuffing coming out X'd and like out, some guys cl- with, like big uh, claws arms. yeah yep so i'd have that as a the scare bears as one of <laughs> that would be that would be awesome that, that, that would legitimately be like one of the coolest scare zones if yep. this actually happened there's a lot of like just fun things you could do to play around with them and through the scare zone you could be playing that like really playful music like just i mean obviously i don't have anything prepared but you know, like the cameras just have that very like uplifting, happy music. Yeah, I would they just be playing that, and then just like, ah! and it's like going to like demonic voices. And yeah, have and them the turn thing is, evil too, like, like, so you know time. how we had like the, we had like the, we, well, sorry, we had the um, Zombieland scare zone last year. Yeah, the year before, excuse me, and you know you had like the set the the little the little I don't want to call them set pieces but the little performances yeah yeah you could yeah, have the kind of the same area, thing where like, like the bears are like doing messed up things to like children or yep. like just people like grabbing like what we think are like guests and like you know slaughtering guests yep, and that yep. sort of thing I think you could do cute little cool little cute, be fun. weird cool little things <laughs> cute and little it kind of wor- it kind of works with the toys that slayed us too so you can kind of yeah. stick them outside wherever that house is I would is. probably pair those two up kind of have them in the yeah. same area yeah kind of like how I mean a good spot. I mean, good spot would be almost like where Rob Zombies was, and then House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah. So like, you can kind of you're walking in towards that area. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. The next one that's kind of again like a pseudo original, and Seamus again came up with the name for this one, but this one's called Attack of the B Sides, and this one's probably you probably have a little bit more to talk about on this one. This one I would probably place where Zombieland was because then you could utilize that stage yeah. for these hours. So yeah, because I think what I, mean, I don't want to cut you off, yeah. but I think the idea was was kind of that idea where you have like a zombie, not, not, not zombies, excuse me, <laughs> but have like cheesy '80s groups. Yeah, but like have them be like play on words or yeah. Like I haven't even a ton of thought to it, but you know, kind of remember, and they come out and they do like musical performances, yeah. but to like. Halloween scary stuff yeah, rather I mean, than I, just like I would ha- and I would have them all look as like like really shitty knockoff versions of right. like 
yeah. Motley Crue exactly. or you know, exactly. Van Halen, well, exactly. Guns yeah, N' Roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. You would take all these famous rockers and just do like really like bad impressions of them. Like just creating yeah, a total well, caricature yeah, of them. E- yeah, what, either way, like do something along those lines. Because I'm sure there's smarter people, more creative people at Universal can think of like cool little like Halloween horror puns. Yeah. I mean, we could. Like, we just didn't. Yeah, we, we took didn't five really minutes think to think about it one time. But I like the name. So yeah. attacking the B sides, I think would work. Yeah. And you could have like, like the scare actors. Some of them be like evil disc jockeys, and they run around like with like <laughs> the big like the vinyl big ghetto with, blasters like, and yeah, vinyls and stuff. Viners and like with blood all over it and yeah. stuff like that. Like just something goofy. <laughs> that'd be fun. On, on rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, and then you can finish off this last one because we cannot, as much as we wanted to. Yeah, cannot have an event yeah, without them. Yeah, we both them. kind of talk about this. We, how do we not have at least a scare zone that involves the all star slashers, the eighty yep. slashers, the we ones said that we kind wouldn't, of, but we did. No, I mean, I, but I you think have to. You, you have to do yeah, a little. Yeah, you've bit. had so many houses with them in the past, but I think you've got to have at least a, like an all star scare zone, like you yep. said, or like a hall of fame scare zone or something yeah. like that. And I think you could do like kind of tongue in cheek with it a little bit, like call like a slasher hall of fame. Yeah, and as you walk by, you have like. The greatest hits by Jason Voorhees and have like scenes of him, yep. scare actors <laughs> in like, the body bag, in the like, in the duffel exactly. bag, or whatever. Well, slamming right, against exactly. Trees. So have like some of the best kills from all these, uh, yeah. from these slashers, yeah. and have it be like a Hall of Fame scare yeah. zone for all like, <laughs> the, fall, like Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Yeah, 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 and have him like and have him do stupid things like, and, like have Freddy kind of be like the host and be like, yeah. you know, he's got you know. You know the best best use of a sleeping bag, Jason Voorhees, standing at six seven. Something stupid and tongue in cheek like that. Like that, that. That isn't just like, hey, we've got like five Michaels and six Jasons yeah, and seven fun. Freddies walking around. Yeah, like, I, I have fun with it. Give it to some sort of theming. So that's where you'll get your Freddy, Jason, yeah, Michael, exactly. Leatherface. You could even put this one as like when you first walk in. That intro to like yeah, that, the that event. Intro like, event. Yeah, exactly. I like it, and and that's why I, I mean I you have to have them. Yeah, I mean because if you think about it, like with the 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 fashion show, the vanity one, ball, the vanity yeah. ball one, that was kind of like acted a little bit. You yep. do on microphones. Yep. So I think the same idea. You have like Freddy on a microphone, kind of walking around, going, "Oh, it's the." You know, it's it's the zombie with Blast the most. from the past. Yeah, exactly. And just making quips and calling out people and, yeah. and you know, this sort of it's thing. It's fun. It's, and that's the point of it, too. It's, you know, the houses can definitely be a little bit more scarier. And the scare zones, as much as they want to, you know, make them super terrifying, it's tough to scare people, it's like, hard. in the open. So yeah. you have to make the best of it and just, you know, just have fun with I, it. Exactly. I just want it to be kind of one of those fun, like, things. And, like. Almost like where like people want to stop and have selfies. It's like you know, hey, it's Freddy. Like give me a selfie with Freddy, yep, or whatever. Yep. And like that stuff would be cool. Yeah. All right. The last thing that we have on this would be our show. So we have obviously we've done or not we've done, but they've obviously done Bill and Ted for years. So we're not going to use that. And then the '90s version, we chose Wayne's World to kind of be our host. Yes. Yep. Of the show. So sort of like. Those are, you know, non-horror characters. These are properties that are not horror-related, but they're still p- very prominent duos, comedic-wise, too. You know, Bill and Ted go back in time with their the little phone booth, so we figured we might as well bring some other people that can travel through time, and our show is going to be hosted by Doc Brown and Marty, Marty McFly. McFly. So that's going to be, honestly, the same shows, you know, in a sense of the other ones where it's like this year it's like a recap of the year in like a comical sense 
just yeah. to kind of have that like uplifting. Fun you could almost thing. have it be like they 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 they, they came, came back they came, from that. they they came to 2020, 2020. Yeah, like you know how like to in the movie they went to like what was it what was the year like 2018 was the year they came to something like that because it was a big deal about how we're actually, actually in the year and Back to the Future. Yeah, so do the same thing. They come to twenty twenty, yep. and it's like. Where the hell, like Marty, Marty, what's going on? Like we don't, what's yeah, going on? They like, start like researching what happened so, that like, year, exactly. And so it like, to light so like, like you can way. like make light of what twenty twenty was like. Obviously, you want you don't you want to be careful, yeah, because like you don't want to offend people with like yeah, people yeah. dying and stuff like that. But like you can make fun of the fact that twenty twenty was such a shitty year, Shit show, yeah. And like, like oh, we tried kinda, to we were supposed to skip over this year, Marty. <laughs> yeah, and like you, so you can kind of have have a little fun with it, poke a little fun at it, um, and that sort of thing, but. Obviously, that it's a, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, but you could also be like just in general, like they can make fun of how the last like how the future has been. Like, yeah. Have it be a new future, or you know, come back, come in and say, hey, it's twenty twenty one. Nothing. How come? Yeah. What, what what did you got? What did you idiots been up to the yeah, last forty years? Yeah. You're supposed to have all this by now, right? Like make fun of the fact that like in 2018 they really didn't have all the floating shit and all yeah, the different yeah. future shit that they had in the. They movie. didn't have the elevated cars and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. What they thought was the future in the 80s. Yeah. Boy, were they wrong about what 30 years of technology could actually bring. All it brings you is a thousand dollar tracking device in your in your pocket for a phone. But other than that, that's really all we got right so far for the advancements in technology all right guys well that was our all 80s event that one's fun this one i would like to go through this thing yeah i think this one was easier than the 90s one yeah the 90s i think had a lot let's be honest our, i mean our era yeah i mean for as good as it was it kind of sucks as a theme yeah like 90s is hard to make a theme out of it i mean granted we had some of the best cartoons i'll fight anybody any day yeah we had better cartoons in the 80s but i digress the point is is that um 80s just there's so much more culturally relevant stuff um and i think what helps is that you have things like like stranger things and it and you have a few things that have come out in the past few years that kind of bring really push re- that kind of call back, back that 80s theme and it's kind of retro now it's so. like the cool thing now and i i fall right into it i love where i love just wearing like all my like 90s theme stuff now apparently now the 90s is retro according to like my teenage daughter so like <laughs> that's cool I feel really old but damn, damn her but the point is is 80s is just so much about the 80s that it's, it's just cool so to fun. call back upon everybody kind of relates to it because yeah. you know we're kind of getting to that point where the the, the middle aged adults are 80s kids 90s yeah. kids that like are recalling some of this stuff, so mm-hmm. I think it's just an easier, easier event to it's create. It's just fun, but it's fun, and I would totally pay any amount of money to come see this particular. Plenty. I'd pay all of my monies. <laughs> all right. Well, that's what we're gonna do for for today. That was our '80s event. That was our '80s event. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any ideas of how we can improve it, or now yeah, let us you, know. What, what do you? What, what What did we miss? Let us know what we, what would be added and what definitely we missed. Let's yeah. hear. Yeah. Comment. Tell us how Share, much, how, how, how stupid '90s kids we are that we don't know all the cool '80s stuff that's better. And fight me on about '80s cartoons. He man better. was better, bro. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, until next time, this is Nick and this is Seamus. Happy haunts.
And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.